I'm your host, Robert, and welcome to Restoring the Modern Man, the podcast for men, about men, and how to live successful lives as men despite the challenges we face. Let's have the difficult conversations, let's do the hard things, and let's find restoration. This is Restoring the Modern Man, Episode 5. Welcome, men. I hope you are doing well. I hope your life is full of blessings. I hope you are navigating this crazy life with effectiveness and in victory. Um, Today is going to be just a little bit different. Excuse me. Um... Up until now, these podcasts have been just sort of stream of conscious, uh, a stream of consciousness, and I want to try something a little bit different. And I don't know if this is going to be a regular thing or if it's going to be um, uh, just kind of a one-off, but we'll we'll see. Um, so I just kind of went through just before I hit record and, uh, I wrote out 10 life lessons for men. Um, and these are things that I just kind of, uh, uh, rattled off. And these are things that I have learned personally as a man. And it's something that I believe, um, these things have contributed to my life, to, uh, a happy and successful marriage, a happy and successful life. Um, because we need to remember, like the point of this podcast is not to teach men how to become rich. It's not to teach you how to get the most money, drive the fanciest car, wear the nicest clothes, whatever. This is my intention. My hope is that this can be used to guide men through life, to kind of help the name of the podcast is restoring the modern man. And, um, I want to help the modern man, um, better navigate life and, and help men along this journey because a lot of men struggle so much. And we see, honestly, we, there are, there's a lot of weakness in American men today. Um, I can't speak to other countries because I, you know, I don't live there. I don't know, but there's a lot of weakness in American men right now. And, um, that's not to say that I don't have problems myself. That's not to say that I don't fall, make mistakes, whatever, but where that weakness is, I want to help bolster it. And I want to hopefully equip even other men to help other men bolster their weaknesses. We've all got weaknesses. It's not, you shouldn't be ashamed for having weaknesses. Our goal is to find those weaknesses and to develop them, to gain strength in those weaknesses so that they aren't dragging us down. So they aren't harming ourselves, our families, our society. All right. So I, I I try to say this every almost every episode. Don't try not to think of this as me telling you you're bad because it's not. I 
I just believe that there are improvements that we can make as a society, as men in a society. And I want to see hope. Um, that there is hope. I want to see that hope shine through. Okay. So please, please don't be offended by what I say, because I, that's not my intention. That's not what I want. I want us, us includes me to grow. All right. So 10 life lessons for men. Um, I'm going to go kind of through each one of these. And honestly, I probably won't get through all 10 in one episode. So this might be a two-parter. We'll kind of see how far I get, I guess. And uh, whatever I don't get done, I'll I'll uh, tackle in another episode. All right. So 10 life lessons for men that I have learned and that I live. Um, maybe not perfectly, but I, I do try to put these uh, forward in my life. Now we're going to start off with kind of a kind of a kind of a pessimistic one. But number one is never put one hundred percent of your faith in anyone. Now, maybe you heard that, and maybe you're like, "Holy crap! What you're telling me? Like, don't trust anybody?" No, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. Never put 100% of your faith in anyone. Now, I'm a Christian, and I've said this multiple times uh, throughout the episodes, but I'm a Christian, and I absolutely believe that God is the only one that you can put 100% of your faith in. But for every other person, and and this this applies even to my wife, I trust her more than anyone else, but I know she is human and she will fail me that is not that is nothing against her that is just the fact that she is human people go through men go through life and they are absolutely wounded by somebody who has betrayed them who has hurt them who has who they believe that they could put all of their trust in and believe in. And I'm telling you, that will lead to greater hurt than, than not putting 100% of your faith in that person. So let me see if I can kind of explain this a little bit better. Okay. That again, this is about other people being human. Every human is flawed. We are flawed. And my cat's messing with things. We are flawed. We're all flawed. Nobody is going to be there for you 100% of the time. Things happen. Even if it's not by their own choice, things happen. Okay. And, and sometimes a person will fall short from your expectations, even from their own personal commitments. That is why we as men should never put 100% of our faith in any other human being. Okay. Because when you do that, you set yourself up for failure. You set yourself up for getting wounded. And when you're wounded, you can't be the man that you need to be. So if you can get yourself to be like, to, to understand that when you expect somebody for, 
um, expect something from someone and, or you, um, you're relying on someone who said that they were going to be there, um, or who agreed to do something for you, whatever the case may be. If you set yourself up to where you're like, okay, like I get it and I, I hope so, but like, don't, you don't have to tell them this, right? You don't have to tell them this, but if you, if you understand that they might let you down, you are going to set yourself up to number one, plan for uh, the possibility of that person not following through. And two, you, you, you will put up an appropriate guard for yourself in case that person lets you down. Right? So never put 100% of your faith in anyone. And going back to my wife real quick, going back to my wife, I know that she comes through for me in ways that nobody else ever will which is great. And I love that about her. And I, I do trust her a ton, but I still, in the back of my mind, I know she's human. I know she is fallible and I know there is a possibility and, and she has in the past that she will let me down. She has let me down. But again, that's because she's human. I don't hold it against her. I just know that she's human and that is okay. Number two, Work yourself hard, but not to death. Now, I grew up with a dad who um, had impeccable work ethic. Um, the man worked 60 hours, if not more, um, uh, on a dairy farm for a lot of his uh, adult life. Um, and he, you know, he did what he had to. My mom stayed home most of the time. Once in a while, she'd have a job, but... My dad stayed, uh, my dad went to work and my mom stayed home a lot of time and we were by no means, um, well off. Uh, in fact, a lot of the times we were really struggling. Um, but you know, as a kid, you don't really understand that or see that, but uh, you know, knowing, knowing what I know now and being an adult myself, I, I can see, um, how much they really struggled, um, so, you know, if you're in a situation where you, where you have to work that much, um, you know, that's hard. Um, and you know, but, but he, he worked that hard because he had to, but, and even in my own experience, like I've worked hard, I know how to work hard. I know how to be diligent. I know how to persevere even when the job sucks and you have to work hard never is a job or money worth pain, like large amounts of pain and suffering. Okay. Had dri being, driving the nicest car, like working so hard just to get a nice car. It's not worth it. Um, you know, because when you work that hard, you have to sacrifice family time. You have to sacrifice things that you enjoy doing. You have to sacrifice sometimes even your own wellness and that's not beneficial um when you hate life you're going to go through and you're and you're you're going to become bitter you're going to become disenchanted with the world and 
this world, there's, there's life in this world. There's joy to be had in this world. Yeah, a lot of things suck, but it doesn't have to. You know, your job is not the end-all be-all. And if you're working in a job where you you do have to sacrifice all those things, find a new job. Maybe you won't find it right away, but if you hate it where you work, go find something else. Um, learn a new skill, a new skill, so that you can get a different job, one that you'll enjoy. Um, you know, I am very fortunate to be able to do what I do. Um, I work at a couple of different things, but it's all kind of um, independent. And my wife has a job that kind of is carrying us right now. And that's okay. And and she loves her job, which is very important because if she didn't, then I would be working somewhere else um, to really make sure that she could um, either work less or work at something else that paid less. But right now I have, I'm, I'm incredibly fortunate and I'm enjoying the things that I'm doing. Um, and I'm still working hard, but I'm not working to death. Um, I still have time with the family. I still have time to do some of the things that I enjoy. So just keep that in mind. All right. And number three, is be physically fit. Now, I'm not I'm not fat shaming shaming anyone here, okay? So just cool your jets. Um and what I what I mean by be physically fit is don't as a, as a man, I I I honestly believe this. Um and maybe if you've got like a, a wife that has or a girlfriend or whatever has like a, a black belt in jujitsu. I don't know. <laughs> she can break bricks with her hand and, and she's strong or whatever. Cool. You know, that's, that's fine. I don't think the man absolutely has to be the protector, but I think in general for several reasons, I think it's important for a man to have at least in the back of his mind that he is the protector of his family. And in, in doing so, you need to be somewhat physically fit. You need to be able to get up and move around. You need to be able to run if you need to, because you know what? Children are fast. You need to, you need to go chase after them. If they start running into a street, like if, if you're relying on your voice to tell a child to stop as he's running, barreling toward a street, you that child, you're going to find out pretty quick that, that assuming a child is going to listen to his parent, um, is not a thing <laughs> they do most, most of the time, sometimes. Um, but even my six-year-old, there are times where I'll, I'll tell him something and he, he hears me, but he's, he's not listening. Um, and not necessarily out of disobedience, but sometimes it's just, he's in his own little world. He's doing his own thing and um, anything outside of that uh, just gets kind of put to the side. So I do believe that men need to have at least some uh, some fitness to them. You need to be able to move around. Um, if you have an intruder or somebody that threatens your family, you need to be able to provide some protection. 
I, you can disagree with me all you want. I, I am a firm believer in that. Um, now I'm not like ripped or anything. Um, and I'm a little out of shape, but I, I could provide a decent resistance to somebody who wanted to come after my family. Um, so I do believe I wholeheartedly believe that that is important. Uh, so number four, um, find companionship outside your marriage. Now I don't mean another woman. Okay. I, or, or a man, whatever your situation is. Okay. Um, I do not mean that kind of companionship. What I, what I'm saying is that you as a man, if you are married, um, even if you just have, um, a girlfriend or whatever, I believe that you need to have companionship outside of that relationship, outside of that marriage, whatever it is. Okay. Because as a man, it's not, I don't believe at least that it's healthy for you to have your spouse be your whole entire world. Um, there's a lot of benefits, um, a lot of, uh, good things that can come out of friendships. Um, you know, just being able to talk to a buddy and, um, you know, talk about life, talk about jobs, talk about other things. Um, spend time with someone who isn't who you live with all day. Um, I don't have a lot of friends, but I definitely have some people that I, that I go make time for once in a while. And, uh, and I love my wife dearly. I really do. But if I only ever spent time with her and, or the kids, um, I would go crazy. Um, and I think, having those friendships outside of a marriage can, can really actually enhance a marriage because you have another outlet. You have somebody that you can go talk to. And I don't believe that talking to your friends about your marriage or complaining to your friends about your marriage is necessarily healthy. And I don't, because that, that, that can be a whole nother episode of, of keeping your problems inside your marriage. Um, but definitely, definitely, make sure that you have somebody that you can go hang out with that you can get out of the house and go hang out with um or have them come over like you don't necessarily have to get out of the house obviously but it it's still important to have that other presence in your life um another another person that you can have that trust and those conversations with that you can laugh with that you can go have fun with whatever um now, I don't, honestly, I don't know many people who, um, you know, where their spouse is their entire world. Um, but I, I've seen some that are close, um, and that can be, I, I've, I've seen that and that it looks unhealthy, <laughs> even just from an outside bystander perspective, it looks unhealthy. Um, so definitely, definitely. Now, now if the other aspect of this is, make sure that your spouse understands that 
So if, if they're upset or jealous and look like I'm not talking about female friends, like if you're a man and you, you have female friends, like you, you have to, you can, you kind of have to hang out with that female friend with your spouse. Um, because that's, again, that could be a whole nother episode and that, that creates messy situations. Like don't even let yourself go into that. Female friends are fine. I fully believe that, but don't go hanging out with a female friend by yourself. That's a bad idea. Okay. Just don't even go there, but definitely, definitely go find some friends that you can hang out with. So number five is stick close to family. Now, obviously there are certain situations where, um, I mean, you know, this, this topic could branch like 20 different directions. Um, but when I'm, when I'm talking about family, I'm not talking about those people who aren't really, you know, who maybe are extended family that you don't know at all, um, who live, you know, 2000 miles away, whatever. Um, nor am I talking about maybe those family members who you've had falling out or a falling out with. Um, now I don't believe that leaving those relationships, um, in the ground is necessarily healthy or beneficial. Um, but when I say stick close to family, uh, you know, take those people who love you, who want you around, who are a part of your life and make sure that, that you're spending time with them, that you are maintaining relationships with them and <clears throat> who you can, um, you know, who you can go visit because keeping family in your life, keeping those people who know you, um, and, and want the best for you, uh, is, is a very positive and incredibly important aspect of your life. Um, because, you know, family, we all need family. We all, we all hopefully have family. Um, and maybe it doesn't, doesn't even necessarily have to be blood relatives, right? Um, maybe you've got people who are close to you that are basically family to you. Keep those people in your life. Nurture those relationships because if you don't, then you know you lose you lose support, you lose um, positive influence, you lose care, you lose those people who respect you. Um, those kinds of relationships are very important, even in my own life. Um, you know, I have, I have two brothers and two sisters, um, a mom, grandparents, um, some cousins, nieces and nephews. Um, and you know, for, for a time, um, it's not that we were on bad terms, uh, necessarily. Um, you know, maybe a couple of my family members, we went through some rocky, um, times, uh, you know, after, and I'm talking about, um, in adulthood and, you know, after, 
um, after the kids left the house and, and whatnot. But um, all of those people are are people that that I want to spend time with, that I love spending time with, that I love catching up with, um, and you know I'm I'm on I'm on good terms with all of them and uh you have to work at it still um because obviously we disagree we're we're family we're family you're going to disagree but that doesn't have to stand in the way of your relationship disagreement never has to stand in the way of relationship no matter who you're talking about um but i, I won't go into that but making sure i make sure that that we stay on good terms, that we have things to talk about, that we encourage one another and, and talk about the good things and the hard things that are going on in our lives. And it's so important and it's so comforting and it's so valuable to me that I could never imagine just abandoning those relationships. Um, so find, find that. If you are on difficult terms with your family and you've got nobody else, go back. Go back and see if you can mend those relationships. It doesn't have to stay that way because you need, again, you need those people in your life who will love you, who will support you, who will help you. We're talking about restoring the modern man and family, the, the breakdown of modern family is part of that problem. You have to bring those people into your life and you have to be a part of their lives and you have to let them be a part of your life. It's so vital, but it's so neglected in this modern era. So don't give up. Don't give up on family, on having family relationships, keep them together and make time for them. Um, you know, my, my closest, um, kind of the closest area of my family, it's about 45 minutes away. Honestly, I hate making the drive 45 minutes away. It sucks. It's a long drive, but it's absolutely 100% worth it because family is that important. And if they're not important, then make them important. Sometimes you have to take the first step. It has to be you, you know, and whatever that looks like, if you don't have family that you're that you close that you're close to that that give you that love and support go out and get it because it is so worth it and it's so important not necessarily just to them but to you it is important for your mental well-being it is important for peace in your heart to have that so go go pursue that even if you do have people, go pursue them. Go pursue them. All right. That is going to be it for part one. I will do part two in the next episode. And uh, we'll do six through 10 because I've got some more and I believe they're good stuff. So hope you come back and uh, listen to that episode. Until then, take care.